Ronald Brownstein, former Los Angeles Times, now at the National Journal. That's the hotline crew. A long story entitled White Flight. President Obama's path to a second term may rely on states shaped by the same social forces that he embodies. And what this story does quite graphically is illustrate that our man-child president of color not only has failed to bring us together, he has driven us further apart by race. And more specifically, in the Democrat Party. It is white Democrats and white independents who have fled Obama and the Democrat Party. This story details how Obama has lost almost all of his white support. Not not all, but almost. The reelect team, we learned in this story, I'm going to give you details as the program unfolds, but Obama's reelection team is looking at the Colorado Senate race. That's between Mike Bennett, Ken Buck. That's their new path to victory, which is right through educated white women. That's the one white group he hasn't lost. Now, we all know that there's been this major push for years and years and years to get women in college. And we know that at most institutions of higher learning, the enrollment rate's 60% female, 40% male. And it's continuing in that direction. It's the female enrollment's going up, male enrollment is dropping. And while all this has been going on, uh, girls in college have been indoctrinated in the whole concept of the nanny state and big government, which comes to them naturally anyway in most cases. So that's... That's where they're looking. What Obama's going to have to do, a story yesterday about the abortion rate in New York. I mean, maybe I still kept it here in the state. It's, yeah, I did. It's 41% of all pregnancies in New York. Is it city or state? I have to, regardless, 41% of all pregnancies are aborted and the vast majority of them are black. So when you talk about African-American, when you talk about replacement levels of population uh, and Obama depending on minority votes, they're going to have to expand. That's hello, illegal immigration. They're going to have to expand. According to Ronald Brownstein, they're going to have to get even more minority votes in 2012 if they're to win re-election. Because they've lost whites. The great unifier has lost except for uh, quote-unquote educated white women. At 41% is New York City. Not the state. New York City alone. Four, 38.7 is the number? I thought it was 40. Oh, in the state, the number is 38.7. 38.7 of all pregnancies in the state of New York are aborted. 41% in the city of New York are aborted. The vast majority of them are African American. And that's, that, that's fewer Democrat votes. Uh, which is something we always pointed out most... Abortions in the country are of future liberals. And that is one of the reasons why they're looking at illegal immigration, amnesty as replacement level for Democrat voters. I'm not, you may think I'm trying to be funny because I'm a great entertainer, but I'm not. It's true. Political analysis. To avoid all confusion, the number is 41%. It's from CatholicVote.org. It is from ABCNews.com. It is from the Wall Street Journal. 41% of New York City pregnancies end in abortion. 41.3% are Hispanic. This is from ABC 
news. 41% of New York City pregnancies end in abortion. The rate for minorities is even higher. And uh, it says here that it raises questions about the effectiveness of current birth control education. education. Really, that's the question it raises? Is that the question it raises? 41% of all New York City pregnancies end in abortion. And ABC says, even though it's new and eye-opening statistics, it raises questions about the effectiveness of current birth control education. That's the question. When you hear that 41% of New York pregnancies are aborted, that's the question that you ask yourself, well, they might really be having trouble with their birth control education. What is their birth control education? Condoms. Cucumbers. I kid you not. That's what their birth control education is. People have come along and say, why don't you try absence? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, just say no. That's right. This absence works every time it's tried. Well, yeah, well, easy for you to say. Well, what's wrong? If it works for you, why couldn't it work for somebody else? Well, kids are going to have sex anyway. You just can't stop them. Okay, so then 41% of all pregnancies ending in abortion shouldn't be a surprise. Well, yes, Mr. Limbaugh, it is a surprise. Well, why? I mean, if kids are going to have sex, is it... Shouldn't the question be uh, twofold? Why? A, why, why are so many, well, real question is who's making all the money off of, off of these abortions? And I guarantee they're all leftists, Planned Parenthood, and then the rate for minorities is even higher. Both sides say the high abortion percentage is a crisis. <laughs> Both sides. Um, there are a lot of us who felt it's a crisis for a long, long time. The rate for minorities is even higher. If 41%, this is New York Archbishop Timothy Dolan, if 41% of New York babies are aborted, with the percentage even higher in the Bronx and among African-American babies, it's downright chilling. Broken down by race for 2009, blacks... of all pregnancies aborted in New York City. 60% of all black pregnancies aborted. Hispanics, 41.3%. Asians, 22.7% abortion rate. Non-Hispanic whites, 20.4% percent abortion rate. That's the lowest of the groups. So it's, we'll round them up. 50, 60 percent for blacks, 41 percent Hispanics, 23 percent Asians, 20 percent whites. The fact that 41 percent of all pregnancies in New York City ended abortion is not a secret, and it's not anything new. This is ABC. In fact, things have been getting better over the past 10 years. Back in 1998, 12 years ago, the number was actually 46%. Planned Parenthood is also not happy about the numbers. That is BS. But they push education. We we believe in comprehensive sex education, which, by the way, does include abstinence, but abstinence by itself has been proven to be ineffective. Oh, shut up. What kind of a statement is that? 
Archbishop Dolan reiterated the pro-abstinence, pro-life, anti-contraceptive position of the church. My word, what have we done in the last 30 years? There's candy balls on people's desks with condoms. They're dropping them from airplanes, yet nothing seems to improve, so they've been on the wrong track there. Now, there's a story from 2009 that seems relevant all of a sudden. And this story is from the Cybercast News Service. Headline, abortion kills more black Americans than the seven leading causes of deaths combined. And this is from the Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta. Abortion kills more black Americans than the seven leading causes of death combined, according to data. This is from 2005, the latest year for which the abortion numbers are available. Abortion killed at least 204,000 blacks in 36 states and two cities, New York and D.C., that reported abortions by race in 2004, according to the government. During that same year, according to the government, a total of 200,000 blacks nationwide died from heart disease, cancer, strokes, accidents, diabetes, homicide, and chronic lower respiratory diseases combined. These were the seven leading causes of death, which... Takes us, here here are the numbers, 60% of blacks, New York City, 60% of black pregnancies are aborted, and abortion kills more black Americans than the seven leading causes of death combined. White flight, Ronald Brownstein, the National Journal. By any standard, white voters' rejection of Democrats in November's elections was daunting and even historic. Fully 60% of whites nationwide backed Republican candidates for the House. Only 37% supported Democrats, according to the National Election Poll exit poll conducted by Edison Research. Not even in the Republicans' 94 congressional landslide did they win that high a percentage of the white vote. Moreover, those results may understate the extent of the white flight from the Democrat Party, according to a National Journal analysis of previously unpublished exit poll data provided by Edison Research. The new data show that white voters not only strongly preferred Republican House and Senate candidates, but also registered deep disappointment with Obama's performance, hostility toward the cornerstones of the current Democrat agenda, and widespread skepticism about the expansive role for Washington embedded in the Democrat Party priorities. There is a genuine huge white flight away from liberalism. Statism. Leftism. Obama is whatever you want to, because none of this, very little of this white flight went to the Republican Party because they were the Republicans. They went there because they weren't the Democrats. That's not a put down. This is something everybody needs to realize right now, particularly in the political context. The question then becomes, all right, how do you hold them if they're if, if, if this large a number of people is abandoning the Democrat Party. How do you keep them away from the Democrat Party? Well, first thing, you don't do anything the Democrat Party's doing. So you do not do anything to grow government. You do not do anything to expand or increase debt. You don't do anything that imposes limits, further limits on liberty or freedom. It's very simple. We're sitting on a gold mine of opportunity here. Take the racial component. I mean, it's interesting that 60% of white 
voters are fleeing, but they're the largest blocks. So just figure huge numbers of voters. Obviously, we know this. The election return fled the Democrat Party and there. And, and because it's exit poll data, we know why. It was about Obama. It was about his policies. It was about what the Democrat Party stands for. It wasn't marketing or packaging. It wasn't the wrong words being used. It was totally based on substance. Each one of these questions, on each of these questions, minority voters expressed almost the exact opposite view from whites, which explains why every black Democrat candidate in the House won re-election. White voters... Deep disappointment with Obama's performance, not so with black voters. White voters' hostility toward the cornerstone of the current dem- cornerstones, uh, health care, deficit spending, government control, white flight. Black voters like that stuff. Widespread skepticism about the expansive role of Washington embedded in the party's priorities sends white people away from the Democrat Party, keeps black voters with the Democrat Party. Now, much can change in two years, hopes Mr. Brownstein, as Obama's own post-2008 odyssey demonstrates. But these results, however, could carry profound implications for 2012. They suggest that economic recovery alone may not solve the president's problems with many of the white voters who stampeded toward the Republican Party last year. Economic recovery alone may not solve. It comes down to those... um, The voters are skeptical of the expansion of government, said a veteran Republican strategist. The voters who went with Obama in 2008 did not know what they were going to get with that vote. And that's true. Time to finally admit this. That was was an optics vote. That was a a vote of hope. I can finally eliminate this vestige of slavery by showing we're not racist by electing the first black president. Didn't work. And now that they've seen the health care bill, the stimulus bill, the bailout, the cap-and-trade proposal, issue after issue, voters don't like what they see. Now, that resistance could in turn increase the pressure on Obama to accelerate the generation-long transformation of the Democratic Electoral Coalition that he pushed forward in 2008, with so much of the white electorate, especially working-class whites, dubious about Obama's direction. To win a second term, he will likely need to increase turnout and improve his showing among the groups that keyed his 2008 victory, minorities, young people, and women. In 2012, Obama may be forced to build his electoral college map more around swing states where those voters are plentiful. Colorado, it's a test case. Democrats are looking at it. North Carolina, even Arizona. And less on predominantly blue-collar and white states like Ohio and Indiana that he captured in 2008. The question is, can they... How do they... How are they going to do that? How are they... What they stand for? How in the and with these abortion numbers? I know this is New York, but folks, you have to figure that that the percentage is probably pretty much the same 
around the country. Democrats have to seriously be worried here because their future voters are being killed in the womb. I mean, in huge, both Hispanic and black. Gee, with 60% of all New York City African-American pregnancies are aborted. So anyway, this this is a very, it's a long piece. I've given you some of the highlights here. Here's what Axelrod's counting on, by the way. This is, again, from the piece. More specifically and perhaps more revealingly, David Axelrod also has his eye on the Colorado example, Michael Bennett, where the exit poll found that Bennett lost blue-collar white women by double digits and blue-collar white men by more than two to one. Yet, he prevailed by amassing strong support from young people, Hispanics, and other minorities, holding his debt. So I want to prepare you. And Axelrod's running the re-election campaign, along with with Gibbs. So what they're saying is they're going to have to go out and get more minorities, blacks, and women. How are they going to do it? Well, by virtue of the details in this piece, they're going to have to go out and basically promise communism. Which, that, this is going to be fun to see because people assuming that they're far left-wing uh, leftist socialists is what has driven all the independents and whites away from Obama who did vote for him. And now they've decided the only way they're going to win re-election is by getting more minorities to vote, more young people to vote. Can you imagine if they believe that, if that holds true, what this campaign's shaping up to be? They're going to have to be bluntly open and honest. I mean, you think class warfare rhetoric's been now? It's going to get worse. It's going to get bad. It's going to get worse now. All the traditional Democrat attacks on achievement, success, going to get even worse now. In order to make sure they get enough votes, let me factor in all the potential voters being aborted out there. It's wow. It's going to be interesting if this if this stuff all holds true and it's politics, things can change over change overnight. But sounds to me like this is a recipe for a landslide defeat, folks. Now, the real question, it's a question that's answer to the to which is known, but it's and it's rhetorical. It still is interesting to me. The whole Ronald Brownstein piece is on white flight. Sixty percent of whites fleeing because of X, Y and Z. Well, when you read why they're fleeing, it's pretty bad stuff. I mean, it's, it's harmful to America as we've known it. The real question is, why are the minorities hanging around? Why are the blacks and Hispanics and the other minorities sticking with the Democrat Party? I know the number 60% white flight, that's a big number, but it's so big, you might want to say, well, why? <laughs> that's not unusual. That's kind of sensible. What is it about these others That's making them hang in there. And, of course, the answer is the welfare state, which is by design. But it's heartwarming to know that the welfare state has not captured a majority of the uh, dreams and thinking of the country 